Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the Mindset Check Podcast. I'm your host, Misha McKittrick. This is a podcast where we believe that when you take time for a mindset check, when you take time to evaluate your life, right, you have more power than you think you do. And where we also believe that the environment that you choose creates what you become. This is what we're diving into today. And I wanted to do this episode, especially for the new year, just to help you evaluate and figure out where you're at and to be able to really look at life from maybe a different perspective, maybe, maybe looking at new years from a different perspective than you have in past years. And I want you to stay tuned until the very end, because I'm offering you a free gift today to help you kick off this new year and make 2024 truly the best that you can. Also, I want to mention before we get started that those of you who are wanting to finish the story, right, who we have been telling the story, Jake's side of the story and all of that stuff, it's coming next week, I promise. <laughs> I just really wanted to honor the the time, the space that we were in with Christmas and with New Year's. So with that, let's enjoy this episode and we'll be back with the ending, truly, of Jake's story next week. All right, let's dive in. I wanted to create this episode simply because last year at this time, I felt like I fell into such a slump, such a state that didn't feel like myself. Anybody else feel like that? Do you ever fall into (laughs) those slumps? And most importantly, if you fall out of of what feels normal to you, do you take a moment to evaluate why? Why are you falling into this space? Because that's how we learn. That's how we see what things are most important for us. And so what it was for me is that I fell out of doing the things that were making me tick. You know, I fell out of my daily routine, which I think is really normal for us to do around the holidays. And then we're supposed to bring in the new year and be like, yes, I feel so jazzed. I'm so excited. I'm going to create something amazing. (laughs) And there's an element, right? That, that stepping back from the way life always is kind of helps us to see the way we want life to be. So that can be a really good thing, but also just realizing and knowing the things that make you tick, that those things really are not negotiable in your life. So I want to talk to you about really creating your best life and about how important the environment is that we create, that we are surrounding ourselves with. This is true for basic exposure and also for everything that happens on the metaphysical level, right? The beliefs that you have dancing around inside of your mind. And in essence, what's interesting is aren't those two things really the same? Because what we expose ourselves to influences the thoughts, the beliefs, the things that we're thinking. So in essence, the, the people, the places, the environments that we expose ourselves to, those become the environments that we're creating internally. It's a, it's a very, like for us to stop and to really think about that is is phenomenal to me. But I have a couple of examples that I want to share with you. So in 1931, 
there were two psychologists, Winthrop and Kellogg, and they began an experiment. And they wanted to see if a chimpanzee could learn human behavior by raising it with their own baby. Okay. So in this article, I can see pictures of a chimp and a child, um, maybe a year and a half, maybe two years old. And this chimp and this baby are rolling a ball back and forth. There's another one where they're just sitting there in their pajamas and they're holding hands. Then there's another one where they're both dressed in like boots and coats and hats and they're holding hands and walking. Okay. <laughs> and so I think it's really interesting to like look at these types of things when they're studying human behavior. Now they wanted to see if the chimp would learn to walk upright, to speak and to engage in other human-like activities. And for the first few months, they thought they were seeing wins. They were seeing this chimp mimic some of the actions of the, the baby, experimenter Kellogg's son. His name was Donald. And after nine months of this constant exposure, the Kellogg's were forced to cancel the experiment. And here's why. It's because they actually saw that Donald... Okay, the baby was beginning to behave like a monkey. <laughs> okay, like attempting to communicate with grunts and other animal-like sounds and so forth. Instead of the chimp embodying more human behavior. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. And it's cool for us to be able to look at an experiment like this and to see how our experiences in life really are what make us who we are. That the role of our environment and the way that we're nurtured really shapes our behavior. And there's another thing that I want to talk to you about how our environment really does change so much of what's happening inside of us and the way that we become the outward expression of who we are, how we feel, how we conduct ourselves and move through life. And these thoughts are based off of a book called The Biology of Belief by Bruce Lipton. To me, this book is really, really fascinating because it explains how the environment of ourselves is what predicts the genetic expression of our genes. So for your brain to really grasp this, I'm going to tell you about the beginning of the experiments that Bruce Lipton did to be able to show that each cell is expressed differently based on the environment that they're placed in. So in this experiment, he takes three cells that were all from the same parent cell. In other words, they were the same expression. They, they held the same genes and so forth inside of these cells. And they put them in different Petri dishes with something called culture medium. And the culture medium is basically supposed to mimic blood. Now he put them in three different environments and the culture medium varied just slightly. Okay. For each of these cells that were exactly the same that you would think would produce exactly the same way, the same expression. What he found was what was produced, what the cell became or grew into in the first Petri dish was bone. And then in the second, it was muscle. And then in the third, it was fat cells. And so if you can try to like put your, wrap your brain around this, 
What this means is that the environment of the cell is more important than what is inside the cell. And so Bruce Lipton, through his work, has shown and and really proven that the expression of our genes, the expression of our cells, essentially who we become, what our physical expression, what our beliefs, what the things that we accomplish in life, who like our body, the way that we're made up, all of this stuff, that rather than genes deciding our destiny, that the environment of the cell determines the destiny of the gene. Okay. Does that make sense? It's fascinating to me. I sit back and I'm like, what? This is amazing. This is amazing because then essentially what he ends up proving is that the brain is the chemist because what essentially changes the environment that is around our cells is our brain. And the reason why this is so fascinating to me because it further proves that the environment that we surround ourselves with absolutely changes the expression or what we become, right? It's the expression from Buddha 2,500 years ago, what we believe we become. Because essentially what is creating and determining the environment of ourselves, which is our blood, is our brain. Our brain becomes a chemist and they have further proven that it is our brain that releases the chemistry, the makeup of the environment that surrounds our cells, right? And go a little bit further with me and we go into the research of the HeartMath Institute and the heart always fires and functions first. So the heart sends the message to the brain. The brain creates the chemistry in the body and then that creates the environment for our cells, which therefore creates the expression. Cool, right? (laughs) For me, I'm like, I get so fascinated and nerdy, like when it comes down to like really diving into how this all works. Because to me, I feel like if we can find more and more proof, it becomes more of a driving factor for us to approach our life from perspectives that really matter, that where we go, no, what we think and what we feel really is the most important part of us creating a life that we love. And so essentially we see that what this really boils down to is that the environment we create with everything we expose ourselves to, with everything we take into our body, with all of the thoughts that we think, with everything that we are surrounding ourselves with, this is what creates our life. And how important is it for us to decide what we are walking forward with, holding the hand of? And I give you that visual because I want you to think of the baby holding the hand of the chimp. Except what are we going to choose to hold the hand of? What is it that you are intentionally, right? Because it all begins with intention. All of every single thing that we do begins with intention, with our thought toward doing it, toward thinking it, toward feeling it. And yes, we can be really, really smart at training ourselves to do things automatically. That's the whole essence of what I teach in heart coherence and in the heart sync course is that we can teach ourselves 
by setting the intention, by then learning how to teach ourselves to feel a certain way as a default so that it's not something that we have to think of. But then essentially what we're holding hands with as we're walking is not that chimp. It's with the idea that we're aligned with heart coherence, right? We're walking with love. If you could, if you could hold the hand of love and you could bring that into your body and you could allow that to change, can you imagine what actually is expressed if that is the environment that we're creating all the time? especially if we're creating that as a default, it is truly such a liberating and exciting thought. And so I think for me, when I evaluate where I was at last year, in honestly, it wasn't this terrible, awful thing or place or something that lasted for a really long time. But it was a couple of weeks and it really threw me off. It really threw me off because I had stopped cultivating the environment. I stopped staying in the conversation. I stopped doing what was my part to create the energy or the feeling or to check in, right? I had stopped like my meditation. I stopped... (laughs) I stopped all of my spiritual study, right? Every single day, I meditate. I spend time in, with the word of God. I do exercise. I then those are like the three essentials. There's a lot of other things that I do that, you know, are, are not everyday things, but I had stopped everything. And it's normal because we're spending more time with family and we're doing things like really most of the time, Most of us are indulging more during the holidays. We're taking a break from school, from work, from the things that are normal for us. And we start to realize that those are the things that keep us ticking exactly the way that we want to be living. So fascinating, right? I want to share with you a story because you know I love stories about a monk who once advised a rich man to only focus on green, the color of green, for some months because he said that this is what would cure his disease. After a few weeks, the monk came to visit the rich man in his mansion, and he saw that the mansion had been painted green. He changed out tons of his furniture for green, his clothing, tons of as much as he could alter around him. He did, and he started to bring green in to everything that he was looking at, that he was seeing. When the monk and the rich man sat down together, the monk asked him, why did you change everything in your home and and make so many efforts to change your clothing and everything around you that you're looking at into green? And the rich man got a little bit upset and he said, because you told me to. This was your instruction. You told me I needed to look at green to cure this disease. And the monk said to him, why couldn't you just buy green glasses to change your view instead of influencing the entire world around you? And essentially, I'm telling you this story because I want you to understand how much 
power that you have in your life to change what's happening in your internal environment, like your own attitude, your own energy, your own feelings towards life, than to try to change everything on the outside. And when we get the environment right, when we get our energy, our thoughts, our vibration, when we consistently do the work to come back into alignment and stay in the conversation, when we start with the intention of what we want to create, it changes everything. And all of that starts at even that cellular level, what happens inside of us, what we create inside of our brain, with our brain becoming the chemist and making the choice of what we are outwardly holding hands with, what we're going through our life with. William Wordsworth said, your mind is a garden, your thoughts are the seeds, the harvest can either be flowers or weeds. There are so many outward expressions when you look at at the people that surround you and you know their lives more intimately, and especially as we grow and we get older and we start to see the way a person is results from thoughts that you have watched them have as they have grown up and cultured, like held these thoughts so tenderly and close. So it's really important for us to take this time at the new year, to more so evaluate our belief, our attitude, our thoughts, our feelings, and to be able to ask ourselves, are we holding hands with what we want to become? And I hope that through that you see that you have more power than you think you do. I hope that you got something out of that episode. I hope it caused you to really think about your environment that you are placing yourself in. And especially, I hope that it piqued your idea around how much our environment is created because of our habits, because of what we teach ourselves to do on default. That truly is the deeper levels of what I teach and what I help guide you to be able to create in your life so that you can be living as an outward expression of the default environment you create inside of your body. I believe that to be one of the most important things that we can do because as humans, we are creatures of habit. We're creatures of habit. And so if we can outsmart our brains, (laughs) that's how I like to say it. Because we can create habits that completely change that environment. That's so vital and important to me. And so to start you out on the right foot, (laughs) to help propel you towards really kicking the new year off and to be able to create an environment that is very intentional, that you're creating on the inside, I created a free mini course for you. The course is called Learn to Meditate in Five Minutes. There's five lessons. They're each five minutes each, and they each also have 
a five-minute meditation. So this is something that I'm trying to help you start to come into a space where you have more control over the environment that you're creating inwardly, inside, right? It's putting on the green glasses so that we don't have to change everything else around us when we change inside. When we change inside, the things around us automatically change. It's phenomenal. And I kind of feel like this is a little baby step, like dipping your toe in. And I also share with you in this course, Learn to Meditate in 5 Minutes, the most effective way that I have found to meditate. So check the show notes. That's a a gift from me for you to just to start the new year off on the best foot that you can and to be able to cultivate these things that we talked about today. In closing, I want to share with you a quote by Clement Stone. It says, you are a product of your environment, so choose the environment that will best develop you towards your objective. Analyze your life in terms of its environment. Are the things around you helping you towards success or are they holding you back? And lastly, I just want to say I'm really proud of you because majority of people that are out living in this world don't take the time to evaluate these things. I'm super proud (laughs) that my audience and the people who follow along with the things that I'm sharing are people who really want to make a difference in their life. And, And that includes you. So thank you. And here's to our next new year. It's coming up, right? We're going to have a blast. All right, my friend, until next time. 